Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. And now for you nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, man. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. I settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-ho! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. Breaking news, Manny Machado, still an Oriole. <laughs> As he will be. It's Manny Watch 2018. It's Manny Watch and wait to see where Manny Machado will go. You like how I did that right there? I do, I do. As, you, as, you, as many people may not realize who's sitting next to me right now, it's Dr. Catfish Charlie, the, uh, the, the orchestrator of the Tuesday 10. Joe Corrado is somewhere in New Jersey on assignment. Joe Ruffino is, uh, I don't know what the hell Joe Ruffino does when Joe Ruffino's doing what he's doing. But uh, our friend uh, Catfish Charlie over here is going to come in and um, host his first show with me. Hey, thanks, Luigi. So uh, in honor of that, we have to do what we always do. Oh, you broke it, Jerry. All right, congratulations, Charlie. So uh, we got a lot to get into tonight. We got a packed, well, almost a packed house. It would be a packed house if we remove one more table. I came into Moonshine tonight where we're at every single Tuesday night at 1825 East Moy Menton Avenue, and there were seven tables gone. Gone. I walked in, and all the chairs are turned the other way, and the owner, Sam, says, well, there was a comedy night going on here. I was like, well, that's not funny. Oh. Do you understand? Do you get it? That's not funny? Okay, never mind. Anyway, I digress. So, like I said, we got a lot going on tonight. We got the All-Star Game getting ready to kick, the, to, uh, to kick off pretty soon. National League, American League, you know how it works. We're going to have a fun little time tonight. We're going to play a little game, Luigi versus the listeners. Now, normally we're, using, we're doing this during fantasy football season. But tonight, we're going to do it during baseball scenes, but we're using real players. So you're allowed to use any single all-star for every position. No DH, because it's in a National League park this year, so we're not using a DH. Since we're going to use every player, any player eligible 
from the year that I was born, 1981, to today. So you got 37 years. 37 years of, of, of all-star games, of all-star teams to pick a player. We'll go catcher, pitcher. You know how it works. More than enough to pick from. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're more of a catcher than you are a pitcher. But, Charlie, you know, you understand how the game works. <laughs> yes, I do. So we'll be picking that. And then later on, we'll post it on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. And we'll, we'll put the poll up there because, you know, we all love polls. And not just the ones that are in a club. We love polls. I mean, seriously, if, if you have a show and you're not posting a poll, are you really doing a show? Not at all. Pull your mic a little closer. There you go. Just a few, a few more RCHs for it. There you go. So people can chime in. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Jack in the back is on the phone right now. He's at home, right? He's, uh, he, just got, he, got, he did a bicycle ride. He did a, 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 for charity. He did like 65 miles or something like that from like the shore to, to whatever. That's Usually awesome. if, I, if I'm going to the shore, I'm just staying there. He came back. I don't understand why he did that. I would have I stayed in the sun. I haven't touched sand yet. Really? I, no, man, it's on the agenda. I'm taking a day off pretty soon. I'm gonna, I, I promise I'll take a day off soon. Everyone's raising their hand. I know, I know. I'll take a day off. Which beach are you heading to? Which beach am I going to head to? Yeah. I'm heading south, homie. I'm not, I don't go to the Jersey. I can't do the Jersey Shore. It's, it's, it's dirty. The, the, the whole thing, it's, it's polluted. It, I, can't, I can't be there, man. I'm going to, like, Maryland or something. I'm going somewhere nice. I just came back from Maryland. You know where I was thinking about going is the Outer Banks. I keep hearing fantastic things about the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And... Um, I think I might just take the take a little drive down. I was a Kitty Hawk uh, last summer. Kitty Hawk. Awesome. What the hell's Kitty Hawk? It's in the Outer Banks. Oh, okay. I don't. I guess I don't know. I've never been anywhere. It's where where the Wright brothers they flew the first plane. All right, man. Whatever, dude. Yeah. We're not here to do history <laughs> lessons, except for National League and American League baseball oh, players. I got you. So, uh, I digress. So here's what we're gonna do tonight's show. So we're gonna do that, and you can give us your player, six one nine nine two four nine eight seven four, and then also. You can chime in via, you know, via Facebook, and there's people checking in right now, and you can do so hashtagging the show on Twitter, hashtag Fantasy. Now, we'll do a little quick World Cup wrap-up. Carson Wentz got married. Fanboys everywhere going wild. Woo! But apparently, apparently our good old Christian boy wasn't a good Christian boy because the girl he married was his, was his freaking ex-girlfriend's best friend. That's just, it amazes me. Seriously. I, uh... This guy went on like a mission. Or whatever it was. To Haiti, right? Yeah, mission, mission to Haiti, and he came back with a white chick. Who does that? <laughs> who, goes, who goes to Haiti comes back with a white girl? Carson Wentz does. Um, again, we'll recap the, the home run derby from last night. Manny Watch will keep you up to date with anything that happens. Listen, no he matter what, no ma- he's not going to get traded tonight. It's not going to announce be- before the game happens. It might happen after the game because, again, as people here in Moonshine were saying, that if he gets traded before the game, he can't play in the All-Star game. So they're not going to take that away from him. Okay, it happened years prior with Jeff Samarja. He was traded. Well, he was traded, but he couldn't, they didn't trade him during the game because then he would have to switch sides and the whole nonsense, and it wasn't, he, he wouldn't have been an all-star. Plus, it's in his pretty much backyard right yeah. now. I just saw a dateline that blew my mind the other day, so we're going to talk about that a little okay. bit. And then there was a Jaguar on the loose. So we're talking about the Jaguar. So let me talk about the uh, – it wasn't a cheetah. I, I know. I, it I, wasn't a cougar? I read it real fast. I saw the spots, Jaguar, cheetah. I know it's, it's – it's, you know, it's – it's racist, but they all look alike. They do. I'm sorry. They do. What, what do what, if I put a jaguar next to a cheetah, right? But they're using the picture of a cheetah. I swear to God, it's a cheetah. Look at it. It looks like a cheetah. I've never seen a jaguar that looked like that. Usually the jaguar, it's chrome. It's on the front of a hood. I've seen a plenty of them. <laughs> looks nothing like it. Look at, a, look at the picture. Tell me, what would you think? First glance, would it be a cheetah or would it be a jaguar? I know. I understand. Lauren Hoff is very pissed off about the whole situation. Um, so before we get into many things, so, so the World Cup, right? Yep. World Cup, it's over. Did France you? defeats Croatia. There was a great run by the Croats. 
All right? That little country that could. They go down to the French 4-2. I picked the French early on to win this thing, and they went ahead and cashed for me. They now have two titles. And listener Andrea wins the gift card to Moonshine. She pulled France. Congratulations. She, she had to outlast every single person in Big Tone's family who called in and got a team. <laughs> okay? She outlasted every single one of them, and France wins 4-2, uh, getting the early goal off of the, uh, the own goal which is the, uh, the first time ever in, in World Cup history that an own goal has been scored in a final. Right. And then the penalty kick, so France jumps at the, the quick 2-0 lead. They now have two titles, uh, chasing Italy and Brazil for the lead. Who had their heart broken with Croatia? Oh, Chip Reader, our buddy Chip Reederson. But you know how it is. Did you have? Well, listen, Chip, is a, he's, he, he's, he, he's a man of the cloth. Yes, you know, yes. he, he, he woke up every morning. He was following the team. He was, he was all in. And, you know, it's kind of what happens. That's the fun about the World Cup team. You take your, your nationality. You know, I mean, we're all American. We all live here. We're all Americans. Well, for the most part, we have documentation. But the other, but the, you know, even the rest of us, we all, we all celebrate our, 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 you know, our ethnicities. What you know, I root for Italy in the World Cup. But if they, you know, if, if it became Italy versus America, I'll lean America. What happens when you have, let's say, more than eight different nationalities making up your background? What do you do? How and do you, you bet, bet on everybody and just hope for the, you know, just cash. Just hope for the best. Um, but now, so now the World Cup is over, and so it'll be another four years before anybody walks into a bar and asks, hey, can we put the soccer game on? Because that's how fast we will, we will lose track of this and forget about this in this country, which is a shame because soccer is a beautiful sport. When you see it play on that level, yeah. those World Cup I mean, those, you know, those World Cup players, you're talking about phenomenal scouts. You see, I mean, these guys are like magicians, man. They touch the ball one foot, they're gone. The ball's here. It's incredible. Um, it's a shame we can't get that in Philadelphia. My brother checks in and says Croatia is not an underdog. They were an underdog in the tournament. Compared to France, they were freaking like I understand all the players play for big, you know, they play for Serie A teams and for and for Premier League teams and for German Bundesliga teams. But compared on a national level with France, really, way less people. I mean, I, I can show you a map, and most people couldn't even point to where Croatia is. They couldn't even get close. They probably point to New Jersey before they point to Croatia. They probably, which would. is not really much of a difference in size if you think about it. They would point to Croatia before they point to New, New Jersey too. I mean. No, that makes no sense. So, Manny Machado, let me get into this real fast. So, here in Philadelphia, I am of the, of the oak of saying that we do need to go get Machado. And the reason why we need to go get Machado, it's because this team is 20 games above, five, is 20 games above where they were last year. Yeah. They're in first place in the division, okay? This is what's called the lightning in a bottle here. Yeah. You have a new manager, okay? You have a bunch of young players, you have a guy like Aaron Nola who just basically just propelled himself to ace-like status, okay? I mean, seriously, I mean, he always had two good pitches, and all of a sudden he got the third one, and now all of a sudden you have an ace. And he's okay. looking like he's the Cy Young winner. He is. He should be starting this game. If this game wasn't in Washington and he give it to Max Scherzer, and all respect to Max Scherzer, yeah. Aaron Nola should be starting the All-Star game this year. Yes, he should. When you have these kind of things happen, okay, and you're not where you're supposed to be, you have to take advantage of that. There's a lot of people that are saying um, – you know, I wouldn't trade uh, Sixto Sanchez. And for people who don't you know across the country who doesn't know, don't know who Sixto Chan Sanchez is, he's a very, you know, highly touted Phillies prospect. Exactly. Down, down in, was he, he's in double A. I'm sorry, right? He's in double, double A. Double A. Um, they're saying this guy's untouchable. You got to worry about, you know, you got to worry about, you know, what are you going to do about the future and the foreign system? Well, let me tell you something, guys. What good is preserving tomorrow if you're going to neglect and forget about today? Seriously, like, what yeah. good is it? If you have, you have all these chips, it's the way it works, all right, for these people that don't understand because you, you just want to hang on and hang on. 
you have chips in the minor league, right? These players are like chips. And these chips only hold value in the casino. They only, they, they, when you leave the casino, they're, they're worthless. They mean nothing. You can't buy anything with them, right? Mm -hmm. So you have all these, these beautiful, shiny chips. They're, you, you take those chips, you go to the window, and you cash them in. Exactly. When you have a chance to cash them in. The minor league players are nothing more than unproven commodities. You have a proven commodity in a Manny Machado. He's 26 years old in the prime of his career. Will he resign here? I don't know. He wants to play shortstop. However, if you trade your shortstop and, and Scott Kingery away, you can get Machado and play him at shortstop. Yes, you can. Okay? You take that risk no matter what. And here's the reason why you take that risk no matter what. You can always replenish the farm, the farm system. You can't catch light in a bottle every single year with this team. You're talking about a manager and a, and a bunch of young guys who may fall off the cliff in the next two years. But if you have a shot, a legitimate shot at making a run at a National League pennant this year, you do, you do whatever it is you got to do and you go get those players. Exactly. Even if it is going to go get Jay Happ, Bringing him back, if it's got to, if you got to go empty the farm system, go get Manny Machado. You go do that. Phillies, you know, people in Philadelphia, you remember, you remember names like Don Brown, untouchable, right? Look at Don Brown now. Don Brown washed my car last week. Kyle he did a horrible job. He did a terrible freaking job, by the way. I paid you one thing, Dom. Pay, be tall. Get the top of my car. He couldn't even do that. Jesse Biddle. What the hell happened to Jesse Biddle, right? But no, he wasn't. He, you couldn't trade Jesse Biddle. No, there is no one. When you have a team who's full of young players who have not proven themselves at all at this level, there is no one who is untouchable. You take those players, and you go get the proven player, and you go make a run at a World Series title. That's what you do. I agree. And if you get far enough, a guy like Machado will go, you know what? This, I can be a starting shortstop on this team. This team is on the rise. They have money. I'm going to go ahead and sign here. He's you take that risk. It's the same thing with the Sixers mentality. Like, you don't trade Dario. You don't trade – guys, you only have a short window with this, with, with this process left. Yeah. Just remember something. Ben Simmons, two years, good chance he's going to be in a Lakers jersey, okay? Yeah. I know, I know. People in the back already yelling boo. I don't want to see it either. No but, but listen, if this team doesn't have a chance to win the next two years, he's leaving. He's out. He's going to go. LeBron. Joel Embiid, who knows, right? You don't know. Markel Fultz, still, you know, we see him in the gym, and he's doing, you know, M1 mixtape freaking dribbles, but he's got his shirt off, but what's the big deal? He's doing a lot of Instagram videos lately. Yeah, you know, does a lot of Instagram videos. People who, who need to prove something to other people. Yeah. Just prove it on the court, Markel. That's what I want to see. Prove it on the court. He should have been proving it in Summer League is what he should have been doing. He should have been playing in Summer League, okay? Because if you look at a guy in his second year, this is, okay, Here's a name that Philadelphia fans and people across the country now know because of what he did in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals is a guy named Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, as a rookie, comes out and plays. He plays okay. But what does he do? He plays in the summer league the yeah. second year. Now, all of a sudden, he's untradeable. The Celtics will not trade him. He elevated his game through playing in the summer league. These guys need more and more reps, okay? So if you have a chance as, as Philadelphia to go get a Kawhi Leonard – and try to go for a title for the, for the, you know, in the next year. Go do it. Dario Sarge, really? Really? He's not on He's a mucker and grinder. That belongs in hockey. He doesn't belong in a basketball court. I understand. He's a nice player, but he's not going to win you an NBA title. Not he's not. I'm sorry. He's not. And you just replaced him with Wilson Chandler if you're worried about getting scoring on the wing. Seriously, Wilson Chandler plays quietly. And all these other people, too, who were talking about LeBron, who, you know, he's going to come to Philadelphia. He wants to play in Philadelphia. You know, we just traded for a guy from Minnesota Timberwolves who said he's staying in freaking Europe. 
<laughs> so if he doesn't want to come to Philly, what makes you think LeBron ever did? The Houston Rockets today, I don't know if you saw that, but their GM does not want to come to Philadelphia. If I'm the Sixers, I might make a bold move. If I'm the Sixers, I might make a bold move and go rehire Sam Hinkie. What the hell? Why not? At this point, why not? Because the way the it's working is right. The way it's working right now is okay. It's looking like the the, the the window on the process is starting to close. We may need to tear this some bitch down again. Jeez. Could you imagine? Could God you imagine forbid. that? I, could you imagine if we had to sit there and go through another? If if that happens, I will never watch another NBA game in my never. life. I'm turning off the TV. I'm done with it, dude. I'm done with it. And then we go back to baseball. <laughs> One other thing, Luigi, with the baseball and trading our prospects. What's that? We got a 40-man roster, right, in baseball? Is it 40? It's 40. It's, I know it is. Well, I'm just kidding, man. It's going to be very crowded next year. We're going to lose these guys no matter what. We're going to lose them for free to the Rule, Rule 9 draft next year if we don't trade them now. I've always, been, I've always been a guy who said, when you have the proven commodity and you have the unproven, I don't care how much untapped potential there is there. You take the known. You take the known, man, because remember this, dude. You, like, like right now, right, you have Jacob DeGrom over here for the, for the, for the Mets. Yeah. The Mets stink. They're yeah. terrible, right? It would behoove the Mets to make a deal for DeGrom, right? Yeah. If I'm the Phillies or if I'm any contender, I'm calling the Mets. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Seriously, what do you want? Sell the farm for them. If you're in first place and you have a chance to really do something, to be a content like Nola right now, right? Aaron Nola, if I'm the Philadelphia Phillies, the only player who's untouchable right now is Aaron Nola because you need him going forward for the playoff run. Exactly. Aside from that, I don't care who you ask for. You want him? Take him. I don't give a shit. I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. I'm keeping Hoskins. I think he's a Reese, star. And speaking of Hoskins, Hoskins, too, it's a nice little segue in this. So, Reese Hoskins, he, you know, he was the unknown guy in the home run derby. It was kind of funny. If you're watching the commentators, during, like, this guy's hitting 17, 18, and they're talking about just random crap. They're talking about whatever. They don't even pay attention to the fact that Reese Hoskins is over here hitting 20 home runs in a round. He did a very good job. He did the, he did the city proud. Um, it was a lot of fun, a lot of home runs left. It was an entertaining home run derby. Yeah. But like we were talking about before the show, I didn't like the split-screen look. No, it's You know, because you couldn't really tell the, tell the trajectory of the ball. That's the whole big thing now, trajectory of the baseball. You couldn't tell where it was going. You know, you just heard it, and then you would see like you'd see like cutouts to like uh, to Bryce Harper in, in the batting cage. It was like you know like a la WrestleMania yeah. back in the day. Like they would go back to the behind the stage, and you would see what the what the wrestlers are doing. It was better um, when they did the trail. Do you remember the trail they used to put on the? Yes, and you would see where the ball was oh, going. Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the um, the home run derby did lose a lot of a lot of its luster over the years. You know, this is the first year you know uh, for Chris Berman not being there with the back 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 you know the whole back back gone shit, but. You know, he's, he's gone now. Yep. And uh, this year, it was a little bit it, – it, it, it did kind of come back a little bit because guys were hitting bombs, man. Yeah. They really were. I mean, there was – you know, Bryce Harper hit 10 home runs over 450, over 450 feet. So he defeats Kyle Schwarber of the Chicago Cubs 19-18 uh, in dramatic fashion. All right? But here's the funny thing. Harper finishes with 45 total home runs. Schwarber hits 55. The guy hit 10 more home runs than Bryce Harper did, and Harper wins the, wins the title. So, which is which is crazy to me. Which is right? uh, a little fishy too, because he's there in uh, Washington. Well, no, 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 no. Listen, Harper had to hit all those home runs. Yeah. He did it in dramatic fashion. It was kind of cool, man. It really was to watch the hometown guy do it. Listen, I know there's a lot of like the whole hate the face guy. 
You know, he's, you know, Harper. You know, it's funny. Would you hate the face if he was the, here? No, the best, the best, the best thing I ever heard, the best thing I ever heard is I went back and forth. I went back and forth with a local guy on, on the radio. And one of the, one of his little minions came out at me, and he said, oh, don't worry about him. He's a hate-the-face guy. Someone called me a hate-the-face oh, guy. Nice. I freaking love it. I love it. I'm a hate-the-face guy. That's the best I've compliment. I've seen you like that. It's the best compliment I ever got in my life, man. Best compliment I ever got. He's a hate-the-face guy. That's nice. So if Bryce Harper, I think Bryce, I equate Bryce Harper to Sidney Crosby, okay? Mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby's the guy everyone hates, but if he's on your team, you love him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now, uh, there's, a, there's a contingent over here on my right. That is strict, strictly saying that if Bryce Harper came here, they would boycott, never watch the Phillies again. They suck. I don't care. I'm not going to the parade if they win the whole nine. Right? Is that, is that true? I'm, I'm hearing it. You would not support? You would not, so when Bryce Harper came up the plate and he hits a home run, you're not supporting? All right. He wins a World Series. I'm supporting Bryce Harper. Yeah. If he wins the World Series, I'm, I'll, whatever. Everyone's going to support him. They're, they're, no, right. one's, no one's going to care. Wins the World Series here in Philadelphia. No one's going to care. So anyway, I want your opinion on that. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Uh, Joe Jenkins checks in. He goes, Hoskins is untouchable. I agree. I don't think so. I don't think he's untouchable. I agree. What is that in my ear? I think that's the... Is that the uh, volume ESPN. on the television? Yeah, okay. Can we turn that volume down on the television, please? Thank you very much. Um, again, I don't think Hoskins is untouchable. I think he's your power hitter, and he's going to be moving into first base as soon as Santana moves on from here. I'm talking about, yeah, but for this year. For this year? If you got a shot at it, you got to do it, man. I'm sorry. You got to, and you'll fill, you figure it out the rest of the way. But who are you filling in in that outfit? It's good. We're done. We're good. When you trade for Machado, who are you filling in in the outfield? Well, you do have a surplus there with Nick Williams. But you then, know, I mean, listen, and that guy deserves terror. I'm not relying on him, I'm saying, but, you know, maybe you put Williams in the starting spot. Yeah. If it gets you Machado, I say you do it. Okay. I, I, I just think Reese Hoskins is that power hitter we needed in the left field since Pat Barrel left. I mean, that's really been that long since we've had somebody in left field that can. I, and I understand, too, there's a lot of people that give the argument of, like, oh, well, Machado in September, his batting average is like 241, whatever the case is. But here's the deal. You don't get to October if. without Machado. That's just the way it goes, man. I'm sorry. So at the end, by, by, by tomorrow, he will be traded. Now, we're getting conflicting stories here. It's 15 minutes. Some, you know, one guy saying, uh, you know, Tim Kirchin saying that he's going to the Dodgers. And then Buster only comes on 15 minutes later, says he's going to the Phillies. I don't know. Spoiler alert, whatever. He's going to go to Milwaukee. That's what's going to happen, right? He's, he's going to end up getting traded to Milwaukee or the Diamondbacks. You want to know where, how we can figure this out? How? We go to one of those hotels that, that those uh, teams need to uh, reserve the rooms for. Uh-huh. And we can find out that way. If the Baltimore Orioles have a room reserved at the Ritz-Carlton, Philadelphia, he's coming to Philly. I got to be honest with you, man. I'm, not that, I'm really not that worried about it. I'm not going all the way out that way to, <laughs> to care where Machado's going. Well, if he comes here, I'm happy. If not, no big deal. Um, but so tonight, for you, you, know, for you uh, betting folk out there, uh, the American League is minus 160, National League plus 140. I'm hammering the American League. If you have the cash, do so. I just can't see how the National League is, is going to be able to contend with the bats. No. Again, uh, Scherzer can, might keep him quiet for a few innings. I just don't know if he can keep him quiet, you know, if the National League could do so the rest of the game. Chris Sale going for the American League. And Chris Sale is looking every bit of uh, Chris Sale from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He is on a streak like I haven't seen in a, lo- in a long time. 
in baseball. I think he's starting his third consecutive All-Star game, if I saw that correct. Uh, you may be right. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but you that, may be right. And I think it's the first time in uh, history. Uh, hey, I may be wrong. you got to give me some facts here, man. You can't just be spitting just random stuff here, I'll Charles. Come on, buddy. I got something I read somewhere. I, I, I think I'm right on that. I'll look it up. I'll figure that out. All right, good. Well, you can do that. And while you're doing that, make sure you're checking the show, hashtag and Funkin' Fantasy. Yes, I am. So I appreciate, uh, I appreciate your girlfriend, Jess, getting here on time tonight. Yeah. That was very... Uh, I'm not usually punctual. I'm a lot like Joe Corrado and get places late. Yeah, well, you know, Joe's got this contract where he can kind of, you know, he's, he's, got, a few, he's got a few weeks off. He's got a lot of vacation time. That's what it is, man. He gets stuck in meetings. Things happen. He's got, like, an important job or something like that. He works like a bank, whatever oh, it is. Nice. Um, but yeah, so Scherzer versus Seattle. Now this, this, this is fun because something's going to give tonight. The series is tied. The all-time baseball series and, the, and and National League. And I'm sorry, National League, American League, is 43 and 43 and two, two ties. Remember the tie in baseball is the worst thing ever. Yes. But so somebody tonight it's the kiss your takes the lead. Takes the lead. We're off the seat. We're gonna get. We're gonna get right back on the seesaw tonight, and uh, someone takes the lead. Is there any other better? I mean, I, I know this is this this is the the same old talk that happens on sports talk radio across the nation. But is there any better All Star game than National League, American League? No, there isn't. Seriously, it's the Midsummer Classic, and that's it's, it's the only one that counts. It is the classic. It's the only one that counts. That's why guys are trying. It's hit. You know, the hitters are really trying. The pitchers are geared. The best is when you see the, the, the pitchers are really geared up. Now, local fans, you remember Cole Hamels when he was in the All Star game? You saw him hitting like ninety eight. 97 on the gun. It's like Cole never threw that hard, but you no. get amped up because of the All-Star game. It's when you start seeing guys hitting triple digits on a, you know, on a constant basis, and it's a lot of fun. It's, it, it's, it's a ton of fun, really. Everybody that's played baseball, they, they watch that All-Star game growing up, and, I mean, that's, it's, it's huge. I mean, for kids, I mean, the All-Star game is great. It is huge, and it's big for everyone. So, but now we're going to get started on our own All-Star game here, Charles. Yes, we are. All right? So I need a coin to make this fair. We got a coin. We got something we can flip. We can flip Donna in a few minutes if you want. Everybody got a coin in the crowd? We got a coin. Everybody got a coin in the house, American? All right. Eric, Co- Eric Cohen's going to flip the coin. Heads, heads I pick first. Tails, Charles and the listeners pick first. Heads, heads you win, tails I win. Exactly. Heads I win, tails it goes to the, uh, to, to the listeners. All right, go ahead. You can go any position you want. Go for it. Come on, heads. Let it drop. That was the shittiest roll I've ever seen in my life. What was that? Heads it heads is. It is. Luigi so Luigi gets, gets first. the first pick. Of course. So I'm going to go ahead and just take, the, uh, take a juggernaut right now. And I'm going to go local, third base. I'm taking Schmidt. So Mike Schmidt is going to be my third baseman for, for my team. All right? Now, Charles and the listeners, it's your pick. So am I taking you, the first one? You, can take the, you have the first one. You have Carl Blanche. All right. Go I'm going to take another local guy. And in his memory, I'm going to take Roy Holiday as our starting pitcher. That's a good pick. I had him down, but you went early on the pitcher, man, because there's plenty of guys you could have went. You, he, went he went Roy Halladay early. early. In his honor. He went Roy Halladay early. On. That's where he messed up, all I'm right? in the fields right now. All right, so fields. now, again, so we're, ta- again we're, and we're talking about, and we're talking about the, the, the whole Manny Machado thing and, and the, the fact that, that fan bases across the, across the, across the country, they always, they're always hesitant to trade away the, the, the unknown talent, the untapped potential guys, because they've got to worry about the farms, they've got to worry about the... I mean, but seriously, I mean, think about a team like, um, you know, let's, let's look at a, I don't know, a baseball team that's been, uh, the Marlins, right? Yeah. If the Marlins right now were in contention, say they were in first place, say the Marlins are the Phillies right now, and they had the best 
minor league team, the best farm system in baseball, the Miami Marlins would send everything they have to get anything they had, anything they could Do you to help they win. They always did. Not 90, was it 97? 97. 2003? I mean, well, 97, they go out, they get Sheffield. Well, they had Josh Beckett, too, but they go get Sheffield. Jeff Conine was on that team. Darren Dalton Dutch. was on that yeah. team. Um, but, but the Marlins have also been, well, Miguel Cabrera was on that team. Yeah. I think, yeah, but I think Cabrera was like 14 years old when he was in ni- yeah. when it, 97. <laughs> was I think Miguel kid. Cabrera was, was a little underage at that point. But the thing is, though, is that teams, are, like I said, players, the other thing is, 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 is locally, people are saying, like, Philadelphia is a landing spot. If I'm a player, I don't really think it's Philadelphia is a landing spot. It's not Los Angeles. It's not, it's not New York, okay? It's not no. the glitz and glamour. I mean, what's attracting you here? The Liberty Bell and cheesesteaks? I mean, that's really what it is. It's the nice neighborhood. Seriously, no, no, I mean, no, but listen, these athletes, a lot of the guys, yeah, they care about winning, but some of these younger guys, they care about the nightlife. They care about the life of the city. It's cold as hell here in Philadelphia in the winter. Yeah. All right? It, really, it, it is. It's cold as hell here. There's not really much going on. It's not the, it's not the center of the, the, of, of the national universe. Like I said, it's not New York. It's not L.A. It's not Chicago. It's not those places, man. It's not as appeasing on its face as local people would make it seem. I love my city. I choose here all the time. But if I'm a player, if, I'm, if I have a chance to go between New York, L.A., and Philadelphia... If the contract's big enough, I'm not worried about the taxes. I'm, I'm going to pick, uh, you know, Philly's third on my list. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, I, if, I, if I'm not at the tail end of my career, obviously, and I'm worried about winning and those things. But if I'm Manny Machado and I'm 26 and, I, and, they, and in the, you know, and the Orioles say, look, I got even deals here. Play devil's advocate. I got even yeah. deals here. I can take either one, Manny. I'm feeling generous. Where do you want to go? I'm choosing. I'm going to L.A. It is what it is, man. I'm going to L.A. And that's the reason why you're going to see guys like, LeBron, choose L.A. Exactly. That's why you're going to see guys like Kevin Durant go to New York. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is going to join them there. I, Kyrie is going to – the Knicks are going to form a super team pretty soon. Yes, they are. Yeah. So it's my pick. Jimmy Butler, too. Jimmy – well, see, now this is an interesting one. This is a phone call I would have been making if I was the GM of the Sixers, which they don't have. No. And Brett Brown it's would call himself, but no one can understand a word that's coming out of his mouth. That's the problem. Yeah. So if I'm – because I'm the guy that – wanted Jimmy Butler all along. I wanted him from Chicago two years ago. I wanted Jimmy Butler. I said, if you are not on the phone doing everything you can to get Jimmy Butler, who next to Kawhi Leonard is the best two-way player in the league, yeah. but a more aggressive player going to the basket, which is what the, what the Sixers need. Killed them in the playoffs. You're, you're not doing your job. Exactly. If I'm them, I'm going to go get Jimmy Butler. You would think Brett, knowing what he needs as the coach, he would already have been making those phone calls. I mean, that, that would make sense to me. Yeah, but you don't get to that until, like, year two of GM school. That's what it is. See, when you're just a coach and you just get thrown into the GM role, you do make your moves and things like that, but you do got to be proactive. Now, who's to say they haven't made these calls? They haven't, you know, you at least got to make the phone call. Exactly. It's like me. It's like every single year, if I'm an NFL GM and I don't have a quarterback, I'm calling the Packers anyway. Just saying, I'm just checking to see if Rodgers is available. I, listen, I, I know. I know the answer is no. But if, I, if I'm not at least calling to say what's up, you know, just to, you know, kick the tires, as they say. Give a king's ransom. Yeah, hey, listen, you know, what's up? Yeah, we were talking about this too, and I was I was um, I was having this this conversation on social media um, about about Carson Wentz. Yeah. So because Wentz had the, had the wedding or whatever, and he had 250 guests, and it was this beautiful affair or whatever it was. Right here in Pennsylvania. It was right here. Well, of course he got you know he got married in his backyard. His his, his well his home away from home basically. His backyard. 
Great and he had the nice wedding. It's great. And everyone on social media makes a joke like, that knee better be, you know, it looked good on the knee. It'll you know, watch the knee. Why? Like, his knee's fine. His knee's going to be fine. I, I heard a couple guys on the radio this morning talking about because he can dance, he could play football. That's not true. That's not true. It's a whole different sport, man. It's a whole different animal. Agree. It's a whole different animal. Andrew Bynum would tell you that. But all the well, he was bowling. But all the players, all the you know, like I said, all the players were there, obviously, and it was it was a, it was a nice little ceremony. They had a little after hours down for like you know fifty private guests or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I was saying, you know, I, I had okay. So Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Yes. And everyone says he's untradeable. Right? You got to have the insurance, right? I'd say And Foles first. proved that he can play. Yes, he did. He basically said he wants to play and wants to start. He wrote a book saying he can do this, okay? Last week he said it hurt to watch other guys get paid, and he wasn't. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? This is a man scorned now. Yeah. He's a man scorned by success. Yes, he is. What's up, Jeffrey? Now, Jeff, Jeff Len's in the house right now. Classic Jeff was blocking my camera to change the channel of the television. We're in the middle of a program. Jesus. <sighs> What's he looking for? Someone in that control room is out of control. He's putting the All-Star game on. Oh. So anyway, oh, um, my, my point is, is that, so Foles, perfectly capable of doing this, okay, comes out, says he wants to play, should play. Next year he's gone. Remember, you get nothing for him. Nothing he is leaving. Adios. But you do have to pony up and pay Wentz. Okay? So here's the deal. I made the thing saying, when everyone was talking about why not tra- you know, trade Foles for the second-round picks or whatever, I was the guy saying, why not trade Wentz? Why not trade Wentz? Why not if you ask for the King's ransom? If you take the King's ransom, the Cle- you're trading to Cleveland, who needs the quarterback. Okay? If you say to Cleveland, I want this year's first, I want three first, to f- this, this year, next year, and the following. Okay? If they do it, I know you're saying the nose. If they do it, because you have a known commodity in Nick Foles. Nick Foles, I would Nick say, Foles is just known. just won you the Super Bowl and did and looked pretty damn good doing it. And you said he's untradeable. So now Jeff Hostetler managed the game. Nick Foles beat Brady. Went went head to head with Brady and knocked off the goat and looked damn good doing it. Nick Foles is so never don't give me this whole like losing. Hold on. Hold on. Don't give me this whole like, you know, cuz Foles didn't just manage a game. He shredded the Minnesota Vikings and shredded the New England Patriots, okay? So now he if he becomes untradeable because you need him just in case Wentz goes down. Yeah. If you're the Cleveland Browns and you see that Wentz is a franchise quarterback and Wentz is a franchise yes, quarterback. Let, let that be known, okay? But also, Nick Foles proved in this, in this system, he also can be a franchise quarterback. Yes, you get Nick Foles for half of what you get, what you get Carson Wentz for. With that first-round pick this year, like with that first-round pick this year, you go ahead and draft yourself the luxury of Saquon Barkley. Oh, wow. You go ahead and address the left tackle position of Jess, Jason Peters leaving the following year, and you go get yourself another defensive piece the year later. You save yourself $60 million in cap space, have a quarterback for half as much, fix your offensive line, bring in a, bring in a stud running back, and a defensive player in one move. Wow. And if you, win a, if you only win one more Super Bowl in the next five years, does it matter if it's Wentz or Foles? 
No, 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 no. You resign, you you got to restructure Foles. You re-up Foles. You don't do the one-year, two-year deal you stuff. Him you sign him long-term. You know that Carson Wentz is going to break the bank. Foles is going. I mean, Wentz is going next year. Yeah. Wentz is going next year. His, you got to. I'm not. He's not. You have to re-up no. him after following year. You have to re-up so him. He gets what I'm, arbitration next what I'm year. Say, right. But what I'm saying is, is that if you extended, if you extend Nick Foles for three years. Okay, say even four years. Okay, and you trade Wentz, you're going to have control of Nick Foles for four years. He'll only be 33 years old when when the contract's done. He's 29, right? He's about to turn 30. So he'll be 33 years old when he's done that. Okay, Wentz is now gone. You don't have to pay that money to Wentz. In the meantime, in those four years, if you went and won one more Super Bowl, does it matter if it was with Wentz or with Foles? And going forward, you have Barkley, you have your left tackle, you have your defensive player, and you have cap space. In those four years, it's up to you to find another quarterback. But 33 is not exactly ancient for a quarterback in the NFL. And again, you don't know what Wentz is going to turn out to be. No, you don't. He could blow out his other ACL. I'm just saying it, 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 it's an interesting question because it does give you a lot of flexibility in other places. Ajayi's gone next year. Yes, you get a franchise run. Does anyone here, anyone listen online, would you disagree with the fact that Saquon Barkley is one of these, these once in a 10 year guy, right? He's yes. the Adrian Peterson guy. He's, he's the Herschel the, Walker. He's the Marshall Falk guy. He's the guy who comes along who is worthy of the number one, number two, number three pick in the draft. Yes. Okay? So if you got a chance to get that guy, you go get that guy. And the Eagles didn't go get him. I'm not saying they didn't go get him, I'm saying he could have been an Eagle. That's an interesting proposition. I never thought he of could have been an eagle. And if you have Saquon Barkley here, he makes life a lot easier on a lot of guys. Number one, Nick Foles. Yeah. Okay. Your quarterback's doing a lot less work because he's carrying the. Team. And listen, don't forget about the fact that Foles has weapons around him. Aguilar's there. Jeffrey's there. You just bring in Mike Wallace. He's proven he can reach him. Yeah. It's not a problem. Zach Ertz under contract. He could throw the long ball. No, I, listen, I understand, I understand throwing to guys like Mike Wallace. It, it Jeff makes a good point, you know, in the last decade since Pittsburgh, since he was, a, you know, he was a, an all-pro with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Mike Wallace, you know. Right, no, having to start running back, but, it, but it, you're right. However, he's also been stuck on teams like Adrian Peterson, stuck on teams of Minnesota who had a lackluster defense and nothing else around him offensively. You come to a team like Philadelphia where you're already stacked you're good to go. It's a whole different situation. If you took Adrian Peterson and you put him on something else through his entire career, do you think Adrian Peterson doesn't help someone win a, win a ring? He's winning two or three. I mean, seriously, think yeah. about that. You know what I mean? You look at guys like that and you, you, just, you just think, you would, would, I trade Wentz, would I trade Wentz for the running backs for Saquon Barkley? No, no, I'm not saying that whatsoever. But if you had someone like Cleveland who was crazy enough and willing to gamble enough to, to – take a risk and go ahead and take a Carson Wentz off, not to take him off your hands, but to make the trade for him, they right. give you three first-round picks for him, and in return, you're going to be able to have already an NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP quarterback in Nick Foles, yep. who you said is untradeable. Yeah. You get a generational-type running back in Saquon Barkley. Yes. You save $60 million cap space. That's a lot to spend on. You go places. ahead and you can address your offensive line going forward, which you do need to do. Yes, you do. And you can take the third first round pick you get in year three, and you can do whatever you want with them. You can go again. This is Cleveland's pick, and it could end up. It being could end up pretty freaking bad. Church Carson Wentz could be a generational talent. 
But you know what? So was Dan Marino. And how many did Dan Marino win? Zero. He won zero. And that's where I pose the question is, does it really matter if Carson Wentz, if the Eagles go to five, four more Super Bowls, I mean not four more, in four years, if they win one more Super Bowl, does it matter who's hoisting the trophy? Does not it really all. matter? No, it doesn't because it didn't matter this year. It didn't no. matter. And say what you want. Everyone said before, like Nick Foles, oh, he's content with being the backup. He's content with being the backup. He wasn't. And we all learned that after the Super Bowl was over, that man wants to play. He wants to play. He wants to be a starter somewhere, and he wants to make money. Like People check it saying running backs don't last as long as quarterbacks do. Correct. But neither do quarterbacks that have been hurt. No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm throwing it out there. I'm making an argument. And you can check in 619-924-9874. I'm just saying that, listen, if someone, call, if I'm the Eagles, okay, mm-hmm. and they call me and they say, listen, what do you want for Wentz? And I make that offer and they say, okay. It's kind of hard to say no. You're a gambler, right? I am a gambler. So let's just say Nick Foles is worth another Super Bowl championship. So that's one. Uh-huh. Do you trade that one possible one for a possible five in the bush with, with Carson Wentz? Because he possibly could win. No. No, I don't. So No, I don't. If you tell me that Nick Foles is going to win one more, but Wentz could win me four, I'm going to take the one guaranteed. Now, I'm thinking I'm taking the four. I'm going to take the one. What, you're going to tell me because, because of the potential? Because of the potential of winning four or more. I don't want to win just one more. What do you do with your offensive line I in the next What are you going to do, you going to do with your offensive line in the next three else. years? You're going to have to build. What are you going to do with your running back situation? You're, you have Corey Clement. You have other players. You're going to give me Corey Clement. Corey Clement's a stud. I, I No. I'm sorry. He's a nice player. I, I, I'm not going to call him a stud. He's going to be a You know, stud. you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to do this fanboy crap of calling guys studs and goats no, and dads. Clement you're not going to do that tonight, Charles. Corey Clement is a stud. He is more than capable. He's more than – he can carry the burden, but can he do it for the next three years? He should have been a draft. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, Who would great... you rather have drafted, Pumphrey or – or Corey Clement. Damn, don't give me this, this, exactly. this Pumphrey crap. <laughs> I'm still, I still believe this. I still believe that if the Philadelphia Eagles play the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl and Carson Wentz plays that, starts that game, I don't think we win. We talked about this before. And the reason why is because of how Nick Foles was able to attack the New England Patriots defense by throwing the ball down the field. And what Carson Wentz would have done was, because he stepped up in the pocket, if Wentz would have got touched, he would have took off. Yes. I don't think he would have been down the field attacking vertically like Foles did, and that's why I don't think we win the shootout. That's just me. Hey, we had a gunslinger in the game, and luckily. Pete Rossi says, why? This is dumb talk. Where is Tony? Tony's off, bro. This is my show, Pete. You don't like it? Don't listen. I hate to do it to you, dude. I really don't care. I'm not going to put up with that crap. I really hey, don't care. Have him call I'm in. playing devil's advocate. I, seriously, I really don't care. Why? Because I'm trading away the golden boy. See, this is with the fanboy shit. This is the stuff I was talking about. Because the golden boy, it's Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz. Yeah. Well, Carson Wentz dumped his freaking chick and took his ex-girlfriend and freaking married her. How about that? All right? <laughs> Shove it up your Christian ass. Jesus, man. I'm sick, of, I'm sick of people just defending this guy like he's a freaking, like he's easy. He's, he's ginger like he's Jesus. ginger Jesus, man. I can't stand it, dude. You got to bless him in the name of the Father. Son. All right, it's my pick. <laughs> Who you take? It's my pick. I'm going with, uh, I'm taking my center fielder right now. I'm taking a kid. I'm taking Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey Jr. Listener's pick. Or Charles right now. And I'll invite people in here in the, in the, in the studio audience to come up and, you know, lash out at me and make some picks too. So, 
So, uh, Where are you going, Chucky? Oh, we're going with me. I'm going to take my left fielder, and I'm going to take Barry Bonds. All right. Now, I, was, I, I chose – now, that was a great pick. Now, I chose, Griffey, I, just, I chose Griffey over Bonds because defensive purposes also. And he's not stained. No, I don't mind the stain. No. <laughs> he's, okay, now, Pete Rossi says he's better than Foles. Carson, that's not the argument. Carson Wentz is better than Nick Foles. Yes, 100% better than Nick Foles, but you just proved you don't need Carson Wentz to win a Super Bowl yeah. because Nick Foles is more than capable of completing that task with this offense and with this coaching staff. That's, that's all I'm that's, saying, and, and, and he proved that. You need a system QB. That's, that's it. That's what it, you have. That's it. He, listen, he looked horrible in the Oakland game, right? Yes, he did. What did they do? They sat down. They looked at the tape. They found out that, that he's going to excel in the RPO offense, right? The run-pass option. Kelly put him in. Right, which is what he put him in, okay? And he did just that. Exactly. This coach, this quarterback, were firing all cylinders. He had complete control of the team. He has control of the locker room. He has control of everything. And all I'm saying is, if you looked, if, aside from the, the running aspect of it, Foles gives you just as much. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I, and, how, hey, he can catch. There's and, again, Pete, I, I, don't know, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you listened beforehand when I said that, that Wentz is generational type. I mean, seriously, he is franchise, bro. Like, seri- he is dead serious franchise quarterback. He's the next Brady or the next Manning, right? I mean, yes. That's your, that's your hope. That's your hope. That is your hope. And that he's above Aaron Rodgers, that he's – Look, he, he, he excelled. I mean, what was the thing on him before the season? You know, he lacks the deep ball, the accuracy on the deep ball. Well, All right, he turned that around pretty damn quick, yes, didn't he? he I mean, by week three, that guy was chucking a long ball as good as anyone in the league. Yes, he was. Seriously, he really, really was. But he also had a better target this time around. The, my thing on him was Carson was making the easy throws look hard, okay? okay. Whoa, with the language. Young lady, this is not your home. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It just fucking sucks. <laughs> my, my, again, my, my point is, is that uh, so Wentz, again, he's going to, you know, you saw the evolution of him during the season because he was making the, the, uh, the easy throws of car, throwing the ball behind the receivers and little check down passes. But again, that's another thing. That started getting remedied pretty freaking quick, yes, man. Did. Pretty quick. He was looking really, really sharp. He grew this year. I, so, and, but so was amounts. Nick. I mean, so was Nick. Nick's chemistry with, with Doug Peterson, and I don't know if it was because he was with him before when he was uh, – when, when uh, Peterson was with the Eagles after uh, Foles got drafted. But you could see just, I mean, in their little conversation. They trusted one another. Again, when he goes in and does the whole, you know, the whole famous Philly yeah, Philly, he goes, sure, let's do it. You're not doing that with, with Nate Sudfeld, okay? No, no, if, no. If, if Nate Sudfeld runs over to the sideline, he goes, what do you think? He goes, Philly Philly, he goes, shut your mouth. Yeah, all right, we're, we're going to yeah. do something different, all right? Nate, just, just take it easy, bro. Go back to singing uh, Veggie Tales. All right, so we got, I got Joe Rafino on the line. He's going to do the, um, the start him, sit him, cash him segment. But before we do so, I'm gonna make, I, it's my pick. Make your pick. I'm going to make my pick because the next one's going to go to Joe. Exactly. All right? So it's my pick. You took Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. All right? Where the hell are my players at? I think there's an important position that needs to be. There's a very important up. position. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and address it right now. I think we're thinking on the same page. I'm going to go shortstop. Ooh, no, we're not. Going shortstop. Taking Cal Ripken. Really? You're going for the guy that's going to? It's the guy I hate. Because all Cal Ripken did was show up to work every day, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Seriously. I, go, I, go to, I don't so ever miss a day of work. I'm not going to the Hall of Fame. That's why I don't get why you're taking Now, make sure you write that like legible, because I've got to post this later on, buddy. Yeah, I mean, that, you could read that, right? Everybody can read that at home? Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> all right, let's go to Joe. I went to Catholic school. 
Speaking of another Catholic, Joe Rafino. Hey, Joe. Joe, can you hear me, buddy? Yo. Yes, I hear you, man. What's, What's going up? On? What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm Joe, doing, I'm Charlie. I'm Joe, doing well. Up, I'm doing well, Joe. Now, uh, now, Joe, now, Joe Rafino, he's, he's normally here. He, he does a start him, sit him, castrate him, same. Which is seat warm. Yeah, you are keeping seat warm. You're doing a good job too, man. Oh, You're doing a great job, Charlie. So it's like it's basically an FM. Very good job, Charlie. Oh, thanks, Joe. I'll let you know when to talk, Joe. It's like an FMK segment. Sorry. Okay, it's okay. I'm kidding. Stop. I'm just. Joe knows this is how we do. We razz each other. It's how it works. Guy egged my house last Halloween. Give me a break. <laughs> so it's like an FMK. We start someone, we sit someone, we castrate one. All right. Only the only people getting effed are us. All right, Joe. Who do you got? All right, buddy. With uh, summer vacation in full effect. Beautiful. Uh, my favorite game show is watching movie, when I was the a kid. They are going to be Card Sharks, one of the best shows ever with the whammies. That would be Pressure Luck. Oh. And last, the one that's still going today. And it's probably the I think it's the greatest game show ever. That price is right. Okay. I'm starting Pressure Luck. Pressure Luck is phenomenal. Have you ever been? Have you ever been hammered at like three o'clock in the morning? I've never watching seen the it. Game Show Network and Pressure Luck is on. You can't stop watching it. You can't stop watching. No, but you know what else it's like? Um, and and Jeff, Jeff, now, Jeff, Jeff has actually watched the show before too. It's that um, uh, that damn pool show where they make the pools. You know, like, yeah, pool kings. Where do you, you, know, you look at the I've pools that, that you want to like drown yourself in because you know you can't ever afford it. Yeah. One of those kind of deals. You can't oh, stop the watching. Got a nice set of it. Yes. Yeah, the wife's got a nice set of implants on that show. Yes, they yes, do. Very nice. So, well, they're flotation devices. It makes sense because you're in the pool. You, like, need, you need swimmies. Absolutely. They're like floaties. Um, very good. So I'm starting pressure luck. <laughs> That's what you need, right? I'm going to sit the prices right because after Bob Barker went, it's over. Drew Carey's just really not doing the justice. It's not. He's just not. He's Drew, a fat Anderson Cooper. He is. He's a, he, is a fat, he is a fat Anderson Cooper. He really is. I, I love the prices right. I really do. I just can't get behind the Drew Carey part of it. It sucks. And now the, prize, the, the prizes stink, too. Have you ever seen that? Like, before, no, like when Bob was there, they were bidding on, like, you know, beautiful, like, oak uh, bedroom sets. You like oak, right? You're an oak guy, right? I like oak. So I like a nice they, they, were, they were doing, like, nice oak sets, and they were, they were, they were trying to guess on, like, uh, brand-new sets of golf the clubs. The Cedars. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah the, the jet skis. The, jet skis. the Kenny Power specials. Yes. But now it's like, uh, yes. you know, what is, like, you know, this 12-pack this of syrup cost? <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's it's really bad. I like before, you would you were and they got for the price for the um they, for like the showcase showdown. You were bidding on like vacations to like to uh you know to Greece, you know to Athens, yes. or you know you were doing the tour of Europe. It was Athens and Rome and and all these beautiful places in Norway. And now it's just like you know I don't know Knobles. Like you know what I mean? Like it sucks. Like it freaking sucks, dude. So I'm gonna sit the prices right. Do they still spay and neuter their pets? I. I don't know if Drew Carey believes yeah. in that or not. They do. They, they do. Still okay. do that. Okay. Yeah, and they and they got dudes doing the uh, doing the games now too. I think some of the, some guys hang out there now. Okay. They got rid of uh, all the. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Listen. Not there's anything there. wrong with that. Not there's anything wrong with that. No, I ain't watching. But I enjoyed a nice Prices Right chick. I, I did. You know, I did. Yeah. I did. Listen, man. Leggy blondes. What are you gonna do, man? I got this. Is my weakness. Well, actually, leggy anything. Yeah. Anything on two legs. Anything I can walk. That's right. Basically, is yeah. It's my time. Um, and then I'm gonna castrate card sharks because I, I mean, who the hell watches card sharks? I'm gonna go. Oh, I was a good one, man. Who watches card sharks? Seriously, I don't even know when the hell that. What, what is that? That that was on. Oh, that was an old. That was an old one, though. That, that was, was on ESPN. Oh, oh, oh! I know now. I got it. I got it. Yeah. No. I yeah. I'm I'm gonna castrate that show. That show can go. So <laughs> I've only seen two of these shows. So I'm gonna start. 
I don't know what that happened. Joe, can you hear me? Oh, we lost Joe Rafino. I lost Joe Rafino. I got to try to call Joe back. Hold on. We, nah, this is what happens, man. When you're dealing with when you're, when you're dealing the with first an, time I get to see you dial a call. When you're dealing with an outside source, um, sometimes the catch is dropped. That's through Block Talk. That's not through us. Okay. Usually the phone lines have been strong. <laughs> I hadn't heard that noise in years. Scott Patrick says the old ones didn't have Manuela, who's a complete dime. That's true, brother. That is true. The old, uh, the, the old, uh, Price and yeah, dude, Manuela was solid, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Remember just staying home from school, you're sick, and you're, you're feeling like crap, and then the Price is Right comes on. No, nah, I was watching reruns of freaking, um, uh, no, nah, what the hell was the name of that show? Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I was watching Saved by the Bell all day long. And California Dreams. See, I grew up in a house. California Dreams, bro. California Dreams, the Bobo uh, Saved by the Bell. I didn't have cable growing up as a kid. You didn't have cable growing up as a kid? Not at all. My parents I stole cable. cable. Remember when you stole cable when you were younger? There was two boxes, a hot box, and you had to unplug the hot box when the cable guy was coming over to hide the hot box, and you would always hide it in the hamper. Like your parents go, like they say, like the, uh, the, uh, the Comcast guy's coming, get the hot box, and you put it in the regular box, you have like seven channels, <laughs> yeah. and then you take the hot box, and you, put, you put it in the hamper, and then you take it out, and then you freaking, you put it back on when the, when the guy leaves. That's, hey man, listen, the struggle was real, bro. Remember, the only other thing I remember about cable was when I would sleep over my buddy's houses. Uh huh. Scrambled porn in the 90s. You didn't know if it was a boob or like a, no, or a head? It was like a left arm over here, a right leg over there. Listen, I got to be honest it with you, man. Been I, that listen, way, but... I had my first, I had my first masturbation experience to that, and I'm not sure if I jerked <laughs> off to a guy or not. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is, is that I've gotten older. I've become more of a gentleman. I always wait for the guy to finish before I stop watching the movie. Even if I'm done, I let him finish. It's just a gentleman thing to do. I've grown up, man. This is what happens. You get older, you mature. Okay, the, the, I think the phone lines are back up and working now. So, uh, I have no idea. Maybe they're not working. But anyway, hold on. Let me check with Jack real fast. Let's see. Is he in the back today? I have a, Jack, are you there? Jack. Jack's not watching. Jack's not watching. He's, he's not going on. All right, so anyway, the phone, so the phone lines took a crap. It happens, man. It happens, buddy. It happens. Should I... Should yeah, you can, go, you can. To, go to Twitter. We'll oh, we have some Twitter we, action going on? We'll go to Twitter. We'll ask Rafino who he's going to draft. Yeah, I do need Joe Rafino's pick. pick. All right, I need Joe Rafino's pick. So, Joe Rafino, you're going to go to Twitter and make your pick. Um, but, yeah, so it's – yeah, Jack O'Donnell says he can't – I know, Jack, we can't hear because the uh, blog talk took a crap, man. Sorry, it, it happens, man. The phone calls went down. Now, what's been happening with Twitter? We had an interaction going on with the Funkin' Fantasy? Uh, a little bit of interaction. It's kind of – Well, I need to hear, I need to hear some of so it, So, we man. got uh, – FYI, blog talk just crapped out. That's from Barbecue Beef Balboa. That's our, buddy, that's our buddy Bryce out there on the West Coast. Big Dodgers fan. Big Dodgers fan out there. I know the people, the boos are coming in. The boo birds are heavy over here on the rail. We got, they all play the left, or the field off, field off the field. Oh, you mean the field play? I don't know. What, what the hell are you talking about, I have about, no dude? idea what Jason Boone's talking about right here. Let me see the phone. Let me read. I vote no to both. You can't read that? It's like 12 little letters, dude. Man. Hey, I'm a little bit What do you blind. do? Oh, wait, no. We're talking about this one. Oh. No, Let me say, what is it? I didn't know what he was going oh. about. Oh, they all play the field off the field. Oh, you mean on the field. Play the field. Okay, so here's what you do. You hit that, right? And then you check the origin of the tweet. And then you start to decipher, you know, to decipher what the hell they're talking, they're talking about. about so in the meantime, 
While Joe Rafino gets us with a pick, I'll let one of the listeners here at Moonshine make a pick. All right? So, I'll, you know what, Jeff? Why don't you come up here, Jeff? Why don't you come up here? You can make a pick for the, for the audience. Wait, you got Classic it. Jeff. Wait, 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 what is it? Well, I'm sorry. I'm still going to bring Jeff up for a second. Should we hold it? Now, what's the pick? He's got Bo Jackson in the outfield. So he's going to play Bo Jackson in the outfield? Put him anywhere you want in the outfield. Yeah, he's going to go right field. It's all right. Now, Jeff, you can get up here, Jeff. I'm going to let you make a pick next. Classic Jeff on Twitter over here. It's all right. Jeff's going to make a pick for the audience. We'll give him the microphone in a second. Are we going with the reliever or no? No, no, no. Hold on. No, it's, no, no just, just pitcher. We're not doing relief pitchers. It's my pick. All right? So let me give a little recap real quick to the, to the fans listening at home. Give me, let me see that paperwork, Charles. Sure, Thanks, buddy. So myself, I got third baseman's Mike Schmidt. Now, again, these are all players from, Nash, from, from I always keep saying National League, from Major League Baseball teams, uh, Major League All-Star games from 1981 to today. So myself, I got third base, Mike Schmidt, my shortstop's Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken and um, my center fielder's Ken Griffey Jr. It's pretty strong. That's a strong team. Now, the listeners went pitcher early and took, took Roy Holiday. Hey, that's my bad, but... That is your bad. I see, that's where you messed up. That's, that's a terrible pick. <laughs> then you just took a right field. They went Bo Jackson, and the left field is Barry Bonds. Now, you got some, you got some bop out there in the, yeah. in the center, in the outfield. That's power. But, but Griffey's been known to swing the stick himself, too. Yes, yes. So now it's my pick. It's over 600 home runs. I don't remember where he ended up. Who? It's like 600. Griffey? Right? Griffey? Yeah, Griffey was close to 700. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take – I'm going first baseman. Ooh. I'm going to take my first baseman. Oh, I know who this is. Yep. I have my picture taken with him in Minnesota. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's Jewish. He's Jewish. Taking Rod Carew. He converted. <laughs> <laughs> is that an honor of me being here? Thank you. No, no, not at all. But I am taking – Lahaim. I'm taking Rod Carew as my first baseman. I actually know how to spell that. All right. So, yeah. Jeff, you know how this works. You've been sitting here for torturing yourself for the past 45 minutes. You see, Jeff sees the team. Now, he's already he's so upset. He was visibly, visibly shaken back there because when he heard the Roy Holiday pick come early, he knew. He knew you, you already sacrificed the pitcher because there's so many guys you can go with. The positional players is where it's important in this. Absolutely. Yes, I, and I, and I stole agree. Griffey with I stole Griffey from you, dude. But it's I took them. Mike Schmidt from you. But it's one of those honorary picks. I had to give it to the man. I, I just I Why? Love. Because because the, the, the loyalty was there? I just love Roy Holiday. Well, I'm gonna smoke your pitcher anyway. So go ahead. But Jeff, go ahead, you make your pick. All right, since you didn't take a catcher yet. Well, you can only go. The, uh, he's coming out of the. He's coming out of the. the he's well, a local the, guy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You, that's, you, that's all right. Because my, 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 he's the car dealership king of yeah, Langhorn. Yeah, that's right. Yes, he is. <laughs> Mike. If you're Piazza. driving a Honda, you driving me like Piazza. Yeah, I like where you're thinking. All right, Jeff. That's Jeff. a good pick, Jeff. That's like a good it. pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. Good pick. I just don't like that he was a Met. I mean, that's my only problem. So I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, t- I'll take. You know what? I don't have to take my catcher now. I don't have to take him now because there's only one other choice. Exactly. So I'm going to wait. That's why wait. we don't need to take We're a short stop We're going to fill this out. Now, again, we lost a lot We're of – third base. We lost, we lost a ton of listener participation because of the fact of blog talk crapping out and, you know, people on tell Facebook. Them to, tell them to shoot it to me at Chuckles152. You can tell them yourself. You're doing it right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right. So I'm not going to take my catcher. Took my third baseman already. I took my short stop. I'm going to take, take my right fielder. And um, I'm going new school. Really? Taking Mike Trout. Mike Trout. 
go Mike Trout. The proud of South, or the pride of South Jersey, Mike. Millville. The man with more footballs than Models. <laughs> Seriously, have you ever seen anyone get handed more free crap than Mike Trout? No. I'm you not kidding. It's funny. Kid. Like, if you ever watch, like, on a, like, if you ever watch the Philadelphia Eagles on, on, on national television, and the Eagles score a touchdown, every time they score, they run over and knock over like seven, eight little kids with like special needs just to hand, just to hand Mike Trout a football. <laughs> it's so sad. There was a kid out there standing there, had a big sign saying "Make a Wish." Right? And he got trampled by freaking Zach Ertz. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, got trampled just to hand Mike Trout a football. And, and it happened like seven times during the game. Wentz has done it. Everyone's seen, done yeah. it. I'm not even kidding, dude. It was hard. The kid got up, dusted himself off, and he got speared just for the hell of it afterwards. It was They're horrible, dude. For 2020, that's, what, that's all. The I thing. know, but still, man, give it to the kids. Exactly. Give it to the kids. Mike can afford a football. All right. So now a listener's pick. I'm going to bring in an, uh, a, a, a baseball aficionado, all right? I'm going uh, to bring in Joe Quillen up to the, to, the, to the mic, all right? Joe, Joe knows his stuff. He knows baseball. I got Eric Cohen's going to make a pick, too, because he's, he's, he's a baseball savant. He, he knows his stuff. So, Joey, Joe Quillen, you're going to make a pick proud. here. This is what happens. When you come to Moonshine here on a Tuesday night, you get a chance to be a part of the program. This is the, this is the thing that I, I want I to say. When, when I wanted to start doing radio, okay, um, I, did, I, 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 wanted, I chose to be poor in life. Because I decided to take a $40,000 a year pay cut to go chase a dream and do this. But if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it my way. My way is having an interactive show where it's just, it, you know, people feel like when they're listening, that you're listening to them. That's the whole point. Yeah. Sports is a nucleus. What we want to do is we want to entertain. That's what it is, man. Exactly. Like, your shirt is freaking driving me insane. I'm going to have a seizure by staring. I don't know what, I don't know what the hell is it's doing. Is that a bass or catfish i don't know whether you're on vacation or you're ready to go be mini blind like, i have no idea dude it's bad dude. is it a catfish no that's a trout that is a tr- that's a trout that is a freaking that is a that is a large mouth trout it is man is where'd you get is? that shirt my mom found it years ago uh, I, I, that makes sense that makes sense, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but again it's it's all about entertainment dude that's what it's about it's about interaction so like when people are i want people calling i want people interacting on social media because that, that's the fun part of it you man. want lauren yelling at you and yelling no, actually it makes for a better it actually makes my job a little easier if i don't have people screaming in my ear constantly and walking behind behind me taking selfies yeah i'm looking right at you <laughs> i'm getting the i'm getting the maloik from the uh from the female contingent over here at funkin fantasy so all right joe quillen i do i do so all right joe quillen make your pick all right Come on, let's, buddy. Let's go with the shortstop here. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> exactly. No, but Luigi did. I, yeah, exactly. I don't, need a, I don't need a shortstop. Yeah, we don't need a shortstop. He, we take a position of the list. He hasn't See, Jeff has picked up on the way this goes. It's like tic-tac-toe. That's what Jeff Put saying. the X where the O's aren't. It's, just, it's not that hard, man. Come on, guys. What do we say here, Joe? Come on, Joe. He put you on the clock. Come on, do us proud. I'll take the whole 30 seconds. He got it. You got 30 seconds. He's got 30. Holy cow. He's studying his charts right. right now. All right, I got one. Since you voted me off of my shortstop pick, 
Going to go second oh. base. <laughs> yes. That was Jeopardy, though. And where are we going that with was second Jeopardy. base? Ryan Sandberg. Ryan Sandberg. Ryan Sandberg is second base. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little bit stronger than your third baseman. I, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to beat you anyway. I'll do you a favor, and I'll, I'll take a guy now at the same position as you so you can fill your other needs. Just might as well just go ahead and pen me in for Craig Biggio at second base and just call it a day, who was, literally was one of my favorite baseball players. He's, top, he's on my Mount Rushmore baseball players. You think Craig Biggio is better than Ryan Sandberg? Do I think Craig Biggio is better than Ryan Sandberg? Craig Biggio is much better than Ryan Sandberg, okay? No, Craig Biggio's got about 250 home runs, but he's got over 3,000 hits. Sandberg. You were halfway there, though, pal. That's not bad. Sandberg's in the 350 range, I think. Yeah, I think Ryan right. Sandberg is probably one of the most overrated Hall of Fame players in the history of baseball, dude. No, I think he's- he got in because of the power numbers of second base alone. Yes. That's what it really was. If you think about it, if I was going to put them both up next to each other right now, because we just had this whole thing, because Chase Utley's retiring, and they're all saying, is he a Hall of Famer or not? I think he isn't. But if you were going to put him up against Ryan Sandberg, I'd put Chase in the hall before I put Ryan in. I really do believe that. And I think Chase is because of his World Series numbers alone. Yeah, He's I don't... got as many home runs in the World Series as Mr. October, Reggie Jackson, I. But Reggie Jackson's... I know he's got the power numbers in the regular season. I got you. Chase Utley's numbers... If you're going to argue for Chase Utley, you got to do it during the the prime bulk of his career. There was a five-year span where Utley was... The power numbers were 25-plus home runs. The RBIs were teetering to 100. I think he had a couple years. I think he had three years he was over 100 RBIs. There were a couple years like 96, 97 RBIs, somewhere around that that range. Um, The runs scored, obviously. He was the MVP until he broke his arm. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, he was absolutely the best player in baseball until he took that pitch off his elbow. I mean, really. Yeah, no, he really was. But that's, that's the other part that made Otley Otley. He took so many pitches. And, yeah. But there's no Hall of Fame for guys getting hit with balls. Because if that was the case, I'd have been in a long time ago. Because I get smashed in the cage, dude. I can't hit anything. That's what Seriously. she said. That's true. Well, yeah, I don't. Of course, you think I'm just going to get smashed. But not that there's anything wrong with that, Hop. There's anything wrong with that, okay? There's a lot of protests like, going on about this. I like Ryan Sandberg. But there's a lot of those guys. Well, like you, you talked me off my other pick, yeah. so I'll, All right. t- I'll tell you that afterwards. All right, well, Joe Quillen, thank you for, thank you for, uh, for uh, checking in over here and helping out the listeners lose. And um, now I'm going to – I think I know your pitch. What do we got left? We got for – How many picks Luigi. we got left? No, no, what do we got? How many picks we got left? We got one, two, three, and then four for the li- – uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, we got four for the listeners. And I just made, did I just make my pick? Yeah, I just, you so made you, your pick. So it's your pick now. So Eric Cohen. I'm going to invite Eric Cohen up here. He's on, his shirt says it. He's on the clock. All right? He's got the, the draft shirt on, but he is on the clock for the listeners. And it's up to him to make a pick. The listeners need. Um, I want you to know I have a stockpile of second-round picks. I I bet, oh, I bet you do. You've got, a, you've got a plethora of picks. All right? you know what Are a we plethora trading is? out of this pick? All right. Is this a hinky? You, got first, you, got, you can take a first baseman, a third baseman, a shortstop, or a center fielder. All right. I go first baseman. What, who do I have left? You got first, third, short, and center field. We did a catcher already? We did a catcher. Yeah, I did your catcher. Mike Piazza with the catcher. Okay. I think that was a solid pick. Now, I feel bad because normally I have a, ch- I have a chair sit out for and the person only, sitting here, but right. I forgot it. So I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking a knee in, uh, in protest. For Tebow? Okay. Oh, no. no. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be in the Because we didn't do soon. the national anthem before, the, uh, before these picks, so I'm taking a knee. No, so. it, is, it is required. No, no, never mind. I'm not even going to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's in the rules of funk and fantasy that you just need to be. 
and we're only, somewhat coherent for the national. And we're only, <laughs> it, we're only doing a single pitcher. We're not doing relief, correct? Your, no. Nope. No relief pitchers. Okay. No relief pitchers. This is just a starting lineup, one through nine. You're hoping Roy's going all nine. How about that David Ortiz? You're going to play him at first? At first base. Okay. Okay, he's going to play David Ortiz at first. <laughs> okay, Bobby. All right. He's, and All he's right. a lock for the Hall of Fame. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so I took, okay. All you right. take David so Ortiz I need, over Ryan I need Howard. a pitcher, a catcher, and a left fielder. You need a pitcher and a catcher. Which one are you, Luigi? I need one more outfielder. So my outfielders, my outfield right now is Ken Griffey Jr. and Mike Trout, and the listeners is Bo Jackson and Barry Bonds. Do I just like, I don't know. Do I want to make this fair? I need one more outfielder. So are we just generically outfielders not by their actual No, I'm going by their position. No, that was their position. I'm going by their position. Like, this is where they played in the All-Star game. Griffey played center field the most time. He spent a little time in the left. I have him as my center fielder. Um, and I also, but I also have Trout, who's now over in right. So I'm a, I can play him in right field. As my left fielder, I'm going to go ahead and, you know what? I'm just going to wreak havoc, dude. I'm going to wreak havoc. I'm, uh, speed kills, dude. Just give me Ricky Henderson. Give me Ricky Henderson, brother. I'm going to steal it all day long, brother. Yep. I was leaning... I was leaning. You see that these guys? Do you still have a left fielder love to take? No, it doesn't matter. I was I was leaning Andre Dawson or maybe even Manram or Manny Ramirez. I, I I know, but I'm just saying. But but Ricky, you can't top you can't top the all time steal base. I mean, listen, this no. is this guy gets on, it's over. He's all gonna right? get a horn, and Mike Trout or Ken Griffey are gonna. My outfield surpasses your outfield. I'm, it's just there's, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. But it's the listener's pick. Listen. So now. I'm going to invite one of the ladies here at Moonshine to come up and make a pick. So get the contingent together, ladies. Someone's going to make the pick here for the ladies. A third baseman, a shortstop, or a center fielder? So someone's got to come up and make the pick for the ladies. Let's go. We don't got all day here. No one. All right, Jess, this is Char- Charlie's lovely girlfriend here. In fact, you know what? Get Jess a chair. Get Jess a chair. Sit down. This is what she's scared of. No, that's okay. Jess, have a seat. No, no, she's okay. Have a seat. Jess, thank you for letting us take. Doug McGregor says Tony Gwynn was not drafted. He was not drafted. No, he was not. Uh, I can't justify taking Tony Gwynn over the three guys I took. I I just can't. Um, So now Jess is going to make a pick, but I'm going to invite her to hang out here because you are going to give us a Tuesday 10, and Jess is going to help us out with that. You're going to, you're going to be the, the uh, third party. So it's your, it's the, she's picking for the ladies. Mm-hmm. She can take either a third baseman, a shortstop, or a center fielder. What says you? All right, I'm going to go shortstop. I'm going to go Derek Jeter. Ooh, solid pick. The captain. All right, the captain. The captain. All right. <laughs> hey, it happened still. So wait, what was the line? All right, it's my turn. I'm gonna go. I got pitcher and catcher. It's a match made in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Which one are you? Me? No. Depends on the day of the week. Tonight, I'm catching it. Um, hey, listen, I'm equal opportunity, bro. It's the way it is. I'm gonna take my pitcher. 
Now, you took Roy Halladay, and he's a great pitcher and everything like that, and we love him. Is it another Philly? No, it's not a all Philly. Right, all right, all right. It's not a Philly. Um, I'm taking a guy who's large in stature. Okay. And he was an all-star for both leagues. Of course, I'm taking Randy Johnson as my starting pitcher. No, that's Jose. Joe Table? No, Joe Table's not going to get to this thing. How you do not take Randy Johnson over Roy Halladay first? I'm sitting around. When you said pitcher, when you guys guys said pitcher, when you guys said pitcher, I'm a man of the people. I was like, he's taking Randy Johnson. And then if not, I was going to go Jack Morris. Well, oh. Nolan Ryan, but Nolan Ryan was 70s, more 70s, and, and, and he really wasn't too prominent as far as a National League starting pitcher in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. He didn't start many All-Star games at, at, at that point. I go with the Tampa Rays philosophy, and I start Mariano Rivera. <laughs> See, that's good, too. Now, it's the listener's chance. It's the last pick, all right? No, we Someone, got, we got some, two, they got two left. Someone on Facebook checks in and goes, Ernie Banks. No, that was not... Al Bundy, who is Al Bundy's favorite baseball player is Ernie Banks, by the way. That's a little general knowledge trivia for you, which you can play here at Moonshine every Tuesday night starting at 8.30. My man Kevin next door, who does a great job at Quizzo. So Ernie Banks is way too early for this, okay? Well, not too way too early, but he really wasn't in the All-Stars too much. Charles, you get to make the last pick. I mean, no, I'm we, sorry, this, we you get two, two more picks. So the second to the last pick. It's up to you, buddy. We got third and we got a center field. I'm willing to do it. Let's, if let's they don't do take this guy at third base, I, I, can't, I can't help you anymore. I can't help you anymore. Guy started almost every third ba- at third base for freaking 15 years for the American League. Are you talking about a Kansas City Royal? No. You played the outfield, you nut. No. George Brett was an outfielder. No, I'm thinking of a Kansas City no. Royal, not George Brett. A th- no, you're right. He was a third base. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll give it to myself. I'll give it to myself. <laughs> All right, who's it going to be, Chuck? By the way, I'm eating some of the hummus that's here. The pita's Wade a little Box. stale now because I've been sitting here for a while. It's, really it's Wade Boggs, man. Wade you got to go Wade Boggs. All right, we'll go Wade Boggs. I like, I like to take my people's advice and we go there. But we'll All right. take Wade Boggs. Well, my last there. pick, I almost want to tank the catcher pick because – well, you already got your eight-hole hitter in Cal Ripken. I got you guys smoked. But I'm going to go ahead and take a um, – he, was, he wasn't really – I wouldn't say he was heavy, but he was portly. We call him Pudge. I'm taking Yvonne Rodriguez as my catcher. That's a solid pick. I'm leaving Posey off. I mean, Piazza obviously was there, but, you know, they had to make the pick. They needed something, all right? So they got Piazza. Now, it's the last pick. Last pick for the listeners. Charles – I don't even know if I'm going to trust you to make this because you just did horrible tonight, buddy. I'm sorry, man. You did terrible. I don't mean to rip you, but I got to do it. He was representing listeners. You guys, you guys can, you guys can tweet at Dr. Catfish Charlie over here on Twitter, and you can give him all the crap in the world. Wait a second. Is it not at the in the end, in the spirit of everything, is it not a popularity contest in the end of this all? Just like the All Star Game. Um. Hello? Do I want to tug at those heartstrings of Roy Holiday? You don't play to just play it. <laughs> That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. That's it. You play to win. Not, we're not doing participation trophies around here. I'm going to win. If I don't win, you lose. That's the He's, way it is, man. That man right there is pulling votes. Okay. Your last pick, Chuck. Who's it going to be? Center field. Center fielder. 
I think there's only one other name you can go here. And, and, and the fact that he's not, an, he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he stopped two home runs shy of hitting 400 home runs. If he would have stepped up, he finished with 398. Who the hell finishes, stops two home runs shy of 400 home runs? Who does that? I don't know who you're talking about off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Can I, can I make the pick? I mean, is that okay? Can I say this guy? Can I play this guy? I don't know if I want to take it. A former Philly, went to the Braves. No, not Jeff Francoeur. <laughs> Perennial All-Star, Dale Murphy. I think he belongs on that team. Now listen, the only reason he's not in the Hall of Fame, seriously, is because he finished two home runs shy of 400. And that's my, my, that's my thing for me. It's like an analogy for his entire life. Who finishes too short of anything? You're right there. Just go, some team is going to assign you. 400 home runs is a big thing. Just go take a couple, you got to be like a, what you call it? Um, like Mr. 3000. You got to go up there. You got to get a, take a couple hacks, dude. Hector that's right. Hector Narrick. That's right. That's right. Back then they could pitch. You're right. Back then they could pitch in Dale Murphy's day. So, Chuck, you can take my pick of Dale Murphy and end this fiasco, or you can keep searching through the, uh, the Internet and still lose. <laughs> it's up to you, man. So in the spirit of time, why don't we just write Dale Murphy? That's Kenny Lofton's a good pick. Right there. I, yo, now, when the Phillies signed Kenny Lofton, right I made a push to get Kenny Lofton into the All-Star game. I love me some Kenny Lofton, man. I'm going to take Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton, all right. So it's a final. All right, it is a final. Let me see this thing. Here we go. Jeff, it all comes down to the vote. For the listeners. It comes and we, down and to the Now, we are going to post this on Funkin', at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter right after the show, and we'll run the poll. Yeah, hashtag stuff the ballot. <laughs> and we are going to get all the, all, all the Russian bots involved and all the... Uh, get you know, Putin in there. Putin in there. It's going it's to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. The whole mishpuka is what I could say. Yeah. Let's go head to head. Let's just talk. Let's go down real quick. So here we go. So head to head. Pitchers. I got Randy Johnson. The listeners have Roy Halladay. Advantage, advantage Randy. Catcher. Yvonne Rodriguez, Mike Piazza. I'll go listeners. I'll go listeners. I'll go listeners strictly for the offensive part of it. But defensively, Pudge was the best. Well, wasn't the best, but uh, but not defensive. First base, Rod Carew, David Ortiz. Both going to the hall. I'm going to say wash. Because Ortiz gives you power, Carew gives you an average. Okay, I think that's pretty fair. Second base, Craig Biggio, Ryan Sandberg. I got Biggio. Listeners got Sandberg. I got to give myself the I'll nod with Biggio. Biggio. Third that. base, I got Mike Schmidt. That's done. We're done. <laughs> Shortstop, I got Cal Ripken. The listeners have the captain, Derek Jeter. I'm going Jeter. I'm going Jeter. I'm going Jeter. Center field, I have Ken Griffey Jr. The listeners have Kenny Lofton. <laughs> okay. We'll go there. So we'll go Griffey. We got a four to two lead. I have in right field Mike Trout. The listeners have Bo Jackson. Now this is where it gets interesting. Bo Jackson, glimmers of greatness. Mike Trout, great. Yes. But speaking as far, but again, if you go at All Star performances, Mike Trout's had some pretty good ones too, and Bo Jackson had some memorable ones. Yes, you know the the the. the the home run with the White Sox, the scale with the wall. 
He could have been. I got to go Bo. I, I, just nostalgia in me. I got to go Bo. The and greatest Bo's video Bo. game athlete of all time. And now in left field, it's Ricky Henderson for me versus Barry Bonds for the listeners. The greatest Tainted or not, baseball. I say give it to Barry. And here's the reason why. is because I think... I think steroids should have been allowed in baseball. And here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I think steroids... No, 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 no. Hear me out. This is the reason. I, I wrote a piece on this a long time ago, and it's the reason why steroids should be allowed in all sports. First of all, everyone knew they were doing it. Yep. McGuire and Sosa saved baseball by doing steroids. Everyone in that era, in the steroid era, was doing, ba- was doing steroids. You know, you had, the, you had, you had that, that story of Aaron Boone sliding into second base against, against um, what's it called... Uh, Billy Ripken, mm-hmm. uh, no, not Billy Ripken. Who's the guy for the um, for the for the Orioles? No, who hit all those freaking home runs? But he sucked. Was, no, it was one year. He played for the Orioles. Brady Anderson. Brady Anderson. So yeah, it was Brady Anderson. He had 50 home runs the one year, and then he, he just fell off the freaking face of the earth. So Aaron Boone slides into second base, and Anderson's standing there, and he slides up, and and Brady's like. Uh, Hey, you look like you, uh, you're pulling a little away. He's like, I'm on the same diet as you are. He goes, absolutely. Abso- everyone was juicing. But here's the thing. When it comes to baseball, I don't want to see guys throwing 70 miles an hour and guys hitting 315-foot home runs. I want to see guys throwing 150 miles an hour and guys hitting 700-foot home runs. You want to know why? Because it's entertainment. I, I want to pay to be entertained. That's what it is. I don't want to see guys running four 740s. I want to see guys running three flat. I don't want to see guys throwing a football 50 yards. I want to see a guy chucking it 100 yards down the field. I don't want to see a guy driving a golf ball 350 yards. I want to see him whacking it 500 yards. I want happy Gilmore numbers. I want to be entertained. And if they want to choose to do steroids, let them do it. It's their bodies. Go ahead and do it. The option's there. To me, I, people, oh, it's, it's tainted. It taints the game. Well, if you just make it legal, doesn't make it tainted. But you know what it does? It makes it more enjoyable for everyone else. Like I said, Roger Clemens, okay, was Roger Clemens because of steroids. Yes. People love watching Roger Clemens play, didn't they? They did. When, people, when Barry Bonds was hitting home runs on his way to hitting 73 and bashing McGuire's record, mm, no. when he was bashing McGuire's record and when he was on his way to, hit the home, to win the home run crown, yeah. everyone, it, it was, the stations were changing the channel to Barry Bonds at bats. People were running. I knew exactly where I was when McGuire hit 73 to, to beat Roger Maris. I was in Dave Galway. I mean, when he, when, he, when he, I'm sorry, when he, when he hit uh, 63 to, to beat Roger Maris. So I was in the Coffee Connection in Mayfair. It doesn't even exist anymore. It was a coffee shop. Um, the thing is that I think steroids make sports a little bit more fun. That's it. Now, in football, obviously, these guys are already genetically just freaks. They're freaks. I mean, listen, you can't. You, you always have those, those guys that are growing up that are just bigger and stronger than everyone else, and then they get to a certain point where they just get really bigger and stronger than everyone else. I mean, not everyone's going to be 6'4 and 285 pounds to be able to run like the wind. And then what you do is you mix science in with it, and then you have super specimen. And that's what these football players are. And I, feel, I already feel that if you give these guys steroids, they're going to become just – people are going to get killed. But at the same time, it does make things a lot more fun. You know, there's a lot of complaining coming on from in front of me. What's the problem now? Seriously, what is the problem? What is your major malfunction? Whoa. Seriously. Nobody mentioned Pete Rose because Pete Rose made one all-star team in the goddamn 80s. That's why. He was good, he was good in the 70s. <laughs> and the 60s. And I can't risk him being on my team. Because if he bets against me, I'm screwed. All right? That's why. 
I, I got another right. aspect of this. If you got a problem with what I'm doing here. Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? All right. It's all love. It's all love and it's all love and, and, and war here at Funkin' Fantasy. That's what it is. We do love each other. We love to hate each other. That's what it is. Luigi, I got another aspect of steroids. You got another aspect of steroids? And this is Mike Schmidt's actual take on this. Don't juice me on this. Is if he could take something that can make him play every day and extend his career, he sure as hell would have. Yeah. He was taking uppers and downers every day. Look, I mean, they th- they say they say you know, they say Babe Ruth did it on hot dogs and beer, right? Yes. Could you imagine if Babe Ruth would have been able to take performance-enhancing drugs? In fact, put it this way. Could you imagine if Babe Ruth just didn't drink every freaking night? Yeah. Seriously. He could would. you imagine? Put it this way. Could you imagine if Mickey Mantle was around during performance-enhancing drugs era? We'd be talking If he'd be able to recover from... You're talking about numbers that would never be approached. Yes. All right? Seriously. Yeah. It's, it's the truth, man. All right, so with that being said, I'm done with the steroids thing. I want to get to Tuesday 10. Let's do it. We're already in overtime. I want to shut this thing down. I don't want to shut it down, but, you know, we got to shut it down. So go ahead. All right. Tuesday 10 happens every single week. Charlie gives us 10 random questions throughout the course of his day. We answer them. I have no idea what they are. They're predetermined before, I, before, we, uh, before he gets here. Charles? All right. This one's right out of the news today. Have you ever been a part of a beach incident where something was blown into somebody else? Blown into like an umbrella or something? Yeah, an umbrella. No, 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 never, never. I, I travel light to the beach. Towel, a few beers. I don't do the whole umbrella thing. You better skip on Maryland. They don't allow that there. What? They don't allow beer on the beach in Maryland. No beer on the beach in Maryland? No. I'm going to, then in North Carolina it is. Outer Banks it is, man. They allow it there. Outer Banks it is. Now, I have never had a projectile, I've seen a projectile hit anyone in, no, never. Lady took it through the ankle today. Through. A lady took a, 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 a beach umbrella through the ankle? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. She's hospitalized. The firefighters had to Is she suing it. someone? She's probably going to be. That sucks, man. Yeah. Listen, but isn't that kind of just like, you know, you're on the beach. I mean, it's kind of hazards of war, right? I mean, yeah. it is what it is, right? Yeah, it is. Jess, you? Nothing? No. Never? Okay. Jess says no. All right. Next question. Have you ever had to lay down a smackdown on the beach? There's a lot of beach questions here. No, I've never gotten back from the beach. I don't go to vacation to fight, dude. I go to relax. (laughs) Who's fighting on the beach? What was that? If you kick sand on me. If I kick sand, trust me, if I kick sand on you, it's going to be inadvertent. It's an accident. And if I can just, if I can't turn over and say, I'm sorry, young lady, I didn't mean to kick sand on you while I was trudging through the sand. And you can't stand up and go, that's okay, no problem. I'm talking purposeful. Well, if you kick sand on someone purposely, then yeah, they deserve an ass whooping, but no. Speaking of steroids, Jess, take it easy. Maybe a half a cup tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Next question. All right. What level of trash is it to bring your friends to your child support hearing? Jesus, man, that got real. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to, I'm, I'm sorry, repeat the question one more time for those in the back. What was that again? What level of trash is it to bring your friends to your child support hearing, not as a character witness, as an audience? Four. Level four. It would be level four. Four out of four. Yeah. It would be level four. Four out of four. Yeah. Uh, Garcon, oh, I have a, one more libation. <laughs> By the way, that happened one today. More. That actually... What's that? No, it was the other party of, <laughs> from my family. Yeah. Alrighty then. Let's keep it moving. All right. <laughs> What's the most painful part of getting older? Ugh. 
Uh, the most painful part of getting older. <sighs> yeah, if, if you talk about drinking, it's the hangover thing. Oh, God. Back, back pain every morning. I'm in shape. I don't have the back pain every morning. Um, I think the hardest part of getting older is if you're not, if you're not close or on your way to being where you want to be, you might not ever get there. Okay. I, I, I know, that, I know. That's a, that's no, and that's pretty true because you do hit a certain age where you can only do certain things. Like, I know I'm not, I'm not there. I know I'm not there yet. But I'm saying that Paul Ferrer says, get Luigi's Keys. It's two Michelob Ultras, man. It's like a, it's like a glass of water I had over here. <laughs> I had a half a bottle of Espelon before the show started. But that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? I would say, yeah, that's probably it for me, man. Just, just realizing there's a certain... Certain things you may never achieve. That's, that's all. Like, I might never learn how to swim. It might, it's probably not going to happen. I never learned how to swim. Thank you. You better learn how to swim before you go to the Outer Banks. No. I just dip, I just dip the toes in, bro. That's it. That, that's probably that, that is for me. And hair. If, you lose my, if I lose my hair, I'm killing myself. It's over. I don't, seriously. That's all I got. That's oh, it. If I lose my hair, it's gone. Making me it. feel great about myself. It is what it is, Chuck. I'm vain as hell, bro. Deal with it. I got it. All right. What about you, Jess? It's the back pain, right? That's it? Just back pain? It's just stretch. Just stretch. Exercise and stuff. You'd be okay. You try, but it's just too painful. That's what it is. I got you. No problem. Also seeing your friends make way more money than you. See? That's what I mean. <laughs> Get into a place where you're, you're, you're just still behind the eight ball kind of a thing. I don't, that's, I don't know. That's never bothered That's it for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know. The calendar turns and so does life. It doesn't really bother me too much, man. All right. What small kitchen appliance is the biggest waste of money? Waffle iron. I love me a waffle iron. Um, yeah, actually, a panini press. And the reason why is all you need is anything weighted. I can do the same thing with a panini press with a brick that you can do with a panini press. No, you've wrapped the brick in tinfoil, you can moron. Do that with a waffle <laughs> iron. I'm, I'm serious. All, no, sorry. Sorry. Wow. All, you need, all you need is a weighted object. All you need is a weighted object. The George Foreman grill. The whole thing. All you need is a weighted object. It is the most overrated thing ever I got you. seriously and you know and you know how they say like george foreman grill it cuts the fat right yeah. you know how they cut the fat it tilt the grill that's all it is <laughs> it tilt the grill that's all it is it just flows down and ask, somehow he ask made a any ask any way. paver any paver in the world you just set a pitch it's all about pitch it's all it is donna is ornery tonight man she is <laughs> she is ready to bite your head off all right you got one? No, I'm good. Go. All right. What was the best transition of a pro athlete from one sport to another? No, Michael Jordan sucked baseball. He was awful at baseball. Um, Tim Tebow's better at baseball than Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bo was the best. I mean, do we have to say Bo? Because Bo was the best. I mean, there is no, there's, there's no denying. Let's I mean, go with somebody who, other than No, Bo. seriously. Who plays football for a hobby. Who plays in the NFL as a, he said that, I played NFL football as a hobby. Now, this is what pisses me off about Bo Jackson, though, yeah. is that if Bo Jackson never decided to play football, we were robbed of a Hall of Fame baseball player. Yeah. No, no, I don't think Bo Jackson did steroids. Bo Jackson, you know, he came out, he said, he said people said That's all the time, they're like, did you ever lift weights? He's like, I had a full gym, it was just for show. 
I never lifted weights. He's like, I was just always naturally strong. That's just what happened. He was running all the time. If you watch that 30 for 30, he was always talking about how Dude, he do you know? Do you know, what, you know what he can do? He shoots compound bows with his feet. That's nuts. With his feet, he shoots compound bows. I can't do that with my arms. I can't even walk straight. He shoots compound bows with his feet. Jeez. Oh, what's going on here, though? The American League has got runners at first and third by some heady base running by my right fielder, Mike Trout. And uh, J.D. Martinez with a single and is now top of the first, two outs, two on. Let's see here, Scherzer. Oh, that was right down the pipe, right up the middle. That was just some heads up. All right, Chuck, running. next question. All right, what's the worst airport you've ever been to? I haven't been to many airports. Um, LAX. LAX was the worst one. Myrtle Beach. I've never been to Gloria yet. I haven't been there. Although I might be flying out to Mongolia soon. Really? In September. Yeah, no, no, I was invited to Mongolia. That'd be really cool. Yeah, why the hell not? Mongolia. Yeah, why not? Mine. I am like, um, no, I, I, I always wanted to do this whole world travel thing. And um, I, I really enjoyed like, the comments? No, like, when guys like, like, I enjoy like these traveling cookie shows. So like, so, like, Andrew Zimmerman, when I got a chance to meet him, it was, like, it was special for me, right? Yeah. Um, I, I got to meet Anthony Bourdain and talk to him for a few, like, which was really epic for me. Um, I, I always wanted to be these guys and travel around and just sample the food and the street fair and all that stuff like that. You know, I want to eat, eat something that may or may not be a rat on a stick, Man. but everyone else thinks it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's what I want to do. So, but, yeah, getting back to the question... LAX for me, man, because LAX was a pain. Oh, I did see Ice Cube walking through. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I was with Tony. It was kind of funny. We're, we, were, we were in LAX for, for um, uh, what's called, for a layover. And it's like freaking, I don't know, like 1 o'clock in the morning. And here comes Ice Cube, like, walking out, walking out LAX. And Tony goes, yo, Cube. And, and all, you hear, all you hear is a guy goes, yo, T. And he comes over. I'm like, this guy knows everybody. Like, it's freaking crazy. I'm like, I'm in an airport. And I'm in LAX at 1 o'clock in the morning. And here comes... Ice Cube, and Tony Bruno goes, yo, Cube. <laughs> like, what the frick is that, man? I got, I got a, uh, for the question a couple back, for best transition from sport to sport. You don't go backwards, you go forward. Man. I know, I know, but this is from a listener. Oh, okay, who is it? Uh, Yanni Dimitrov, and he says, Stephen Neal, who was a world champion wrestler and Olympic champ in wrestling, went from that to a three-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. Okay, all right. And almost a Hall of Fame career. As an offense. That's fantastic. Okay, there you go. Fantastic. There was another guy who almost made it here locally, Jeremy Bloom. Yeah. Who went from a skier <laughs> to a to... kick returner. And, uh, you know, I'm actually going to have Bloom on the show soon. Really? Yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were talking a little That'd bit. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Does he still ski? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was a legitimate, legitimate Olympic like... wrestler. Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd. There's a lot of those guys. Yeah, but there's a lot of those football players. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, Scott Steiner did it. The, Rock, uh, the Rock's technically one. The Rock. Yeah. The Rock's another one. A lot of these guys go to, go to wrestling. It's, it's an easy transition for them. Next question. Next question. What's the worst thing you've ever seen happen at a wedding? The, the wedding itself. The marriage. The, 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 <laughs> um, <sighs> the worst thing i ever seen. I don't know, man. Every wedding I've been to has been, it's been good. Yeah. Got no problems. I've seen, I've seen a couple things. You've seen a couple <laughs> things? Well, then answer the question. What do you got? Jessica, go first. Pretty messy best man speech last year. Pretty messy best. I gave a great best man speech last year. Mine was epic. It was, it was awesome. Just, it, 
I saw the same one. It was about how... Why? What happened? Did he tell him like, he was sleeping with the bride or something like that? Almost, pretty much. He uh, basically <laughs> said that the reason these two fell in love was because of him, because she fell in love with him first. And <laughs> Why are you bringing up old shit, Rick? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, somebody at that point's got to just, you know, cut the mic. Cut the mic, the DJ. Whole, there was a whole table of people you know, going, hey. Cue up the Macarena, man. Speed it up. <laughs> I also saw a fire at the Flanders last year. What's the oh, Flanders? Yeah, there, I forgot. Is, it, is, it a, is it a venue? It's a hotel venue down in Ocean we, City, New Jersey. We had to leave reception mid-meal because there was a fire on the top floor of the hotel. Oh, that's an outrage right there. That sucks, man. Somebody lit a trash can on fire. Oh, I could have came here and lit a dumpster on fire every exactly. single Tuesday night. So. Um, no. Oh, really? Wow. The dumpster's on fire? It is on fire tonight. It is. <laughs> it's blazing. It is. Shut up and eat your French fries. Whoa. All right? <laughs> All right. Next question. Have you ever asked yourself... How did I get here? No. No? No. You know. No. I, uh, I'm, I never asked myself, how did I get here? I'm, but I know I'm grateful to be here. Okay. I know that much for sure. Have you ever asked yourself, how did I get here? I've asked, I, I've asked myself in how I, In general. I've asked how I'm still here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. But never, no, 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 never ask that question. What about you, Jess? No? Unless you take it literally, like, how did I get back to my apartment? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like I said, you know, as, 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 as Jim Jeffries once said, no good story ever ended with, and then I went home. You know what I mean? It, just, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Next question, Chuck. All right, last one. Last one. Is the Sixers problems... Is it from Colangelo and the Burners, or is it Sixers ownership and why? It's the entire ownership group. I, I think they've done just a, a horrible job of not only souring the fan base, mm -hmm. but players, they recognize this stuff, man. You know, players see this, agents see this. They go, look, like, look at this front office. It's a complete mess. It's in shambles. You know what I mean? No one can yeah. trust anyone. Mishandling yeah, it's, players. It's just, it's terrible. You know, everything from the medical reports to the, to the handling of the players to the PR stuff. It's just a freaking mess, man. That, that, that Sixers front office is like a bad reality TV show. It really is, man. Yeah. It really is. And if I'm a player, yeah. I look at that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, man. I, I do. Would. I would. These are the guys that are running the house. They're thieves, too. That's my biggest problem with them. Do you remember they put, they, two years ago, they put out a story that Ben Simmons was playing on a Friday night. They put it out that morning on a certain radio show. Mm -hmm. And he didn't play, but everybody bought tickets. Did they refund a single person that night? No, they didn't. And it was to a crap game, too. I, it was, I mean, it was two bottom feeders. Yeah, that's, that what I, that's, that's, what I, that's what I would say. Yeah, that's what I would say. I would say, yeah, it's, it's a joke, dude. They're thieves. Total joke. Absolutely. Yeah. That it, Chuck? Yeah, it's all for today. That's Tuesday time. Man. Yeah, you see. You're going to finish it. Thank you, Jess, for helping out with that. Appreciate Thanks, that. All right, so I got to get this one last story before we get out of here. All right? So a couple days ago, this... Uh, this jaguar kind of busted loose right out in New Orleans in the zoo. Valerio was the name of the jaguar. It's a really and, good name um, for a jaguar. It was on a Monday, right? Yeah. So apparently it attacked like and killed four animals. Hold on. It's actually nine now. Wow. It was four originally. Then the body count went up to six, and now it's at nine. They're finding bodies all over the place, <laughs> all right? Um, they're offering grief counseling for some of the people at the zoo. Um, wow. For this happening, and there's been little makeshift memorials put up for the for the animals, which is cute. You know what I mean? So I'm betting these people are members of PETA. Um. So the the, the jaguar exhibit is is closed indefinitely until they find out what happened. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, well, here's the best part, right? So people are coming out there and they're saying, now, the, the Jaguar killed, it was, it was uh, two emu, four, it was two, it was two emu, a couple of goats, an a fox, um, an al- al- another alpaca, which could be an emu, and they haven't, they haven't listed the other victims yet of the animals that went down. Uh, the zoo has said, this is the greatest answer ever by, by a zoo. The zoo, well, by anyone. The zoo says... We are not going to euthanize Valerio the jaguar because the jaguar did what a jaguar is going to do, and it's going to kill stuff, all right? And all I, all I reminded myself was of people who watched the, uh, the parade mm-hmm. here, the, the, the Super Bowl champion parade of the Philadelphia Eagles. Could you imagine if the jaguar went up there like Jason Kelsey did and gave a speech after this? It's not going to get out. It's not going to get to emu. It's not going to get that fox. Hungry Jaguars run faster. They That's said that. alpacas didn't taste good. Exactly. All I'm saying, it's, it's just hysterical that people actually went out and, and said, they want, like, are you going to kill the jaguar? And the zoo's like, no. The jaguar did what a jaguar is going to do. He and eats this animals. Is, so this is the question I want to raise. Is that, I don't know, man. Like, did Arambe get a raw deal? Yeah, and this is why I'm saying this. is because... This is why I'm saying this is because if, you're, if you don't pay enough attention to your own wildlife and they crawl in the cage with other wildlife and that wildlife does what wildlife's going to do, whose fault is that? That's your fault. Like if Mike, okay, like seriously. Now, if, if the zoo has done everything they can to prevent these things from happening, but yet you don't pay attention enough to your kid that it's able to get into a cage with a live animal, and that animal tears the shit out of your kid. Why is the animal got to die? It shouldn't. What? I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> no, no. I know. I know. Harambe didn't even kill the kid. That's the best part. No. Right? That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that I'm never going to be one of these people that say a, 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 an animal's life is more important than a human's life. However, I do believe in even killing. Okay? And the fact is. Darwin. The fact is, is that your negligence as a parent is why your kid would get eaten by, you know, a lion or a tiger or a bear. Exactly. Oh, my, right? Yeah, oh, my. The animal's not doing anything. The lion's being a lion. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He no. didn't jump over the cage to go eat your kid. Now, if that lion gets out and starts tearing shit through the freaking through the zoo, by all means, pump yeah, 30 rounds in a sucker. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see him tranquilized. I want to see him fucking dead. Yeah. Okay? I don't want to chance it, shoot him I don't want a chance of him waking up. Yeah. But if he crawls in to the cage... Eh, that's Junior's fault. I'm sorry. That's it. I mean, you gotta, as a parent, you got to chalk it up as a loss. Yeah. And as a word, as a word that's been going around that, hasn't been, that, that I've been saying a lot lately that, that needs to be understood by a lot of people, and it's called accountability. So take some for yourself. All right? You ever listen to George Carlin? Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Earlier today, I was just a little Mitch Hedberg. I had to bring <laughs> Mitch Hedberg out a little bit today. Mitch Hedberg is one of the greatest comedians of all time. If you don't know who Mitch Hedberg is, he's one of these guys who were taken from us way too, way too early because of drugs. But drugs are what made him the guy he was. Seriously, it, so Chris Farley. Yeah, but, but yeah. Mitch Hedberg was much more dumbed down. He was, he was great. He was so dull and so dark and so dry. Ah, he was great. He was great. So Carlin said, and I was listening to this yesterday. That's why it's fresh in my mind. If little Jimmy eats too many mar- uh, marbles, he doesn't grow up to have kids of his own. And it's no, way, no better way to say it. Exactly. I mean, you're going to crawl into a cage. Oh, well, that's your fault. That's the, way, that's the way I believe. It's just, just having accountability for themselves. But I just thought the zoo did a great job 
by not euthanizing the animal oh, and keeping Valerio alive to someday be able to, um, you know, tear the shit out of a human being, possibly. Exactly. You know? Hey, that's, that's just the way I see it. Hey, and you know what? That's the best name Jeremiah Actually, I've ever heard of. Valerio? Yeah, it sounds really like a freaking, it sounds like an STD, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. He's from New Orleans. I mean... You got everything going on down there. That's a cool name for a Jaguar in New Orleans. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I named my Jaguar Valerio. <laughs> Probably name it something like Mittens or something like that. No. Something cute. I think every cat in the world. I think there's like more cats in the world named Sammy than there is anything else. There's a lot of cats named Sammy. Oh, man. People are starting to get up and leave right now. Which is uh, basically the cue to shut this thing down. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Hey, Tuesday. Charlie. Thanks, I appreciate you. you sitting in here and pinch hitting for us. Did a great job, buddy. I really, really appreciate it. Make sure you're following Charlie at Dr. Cat. Was it Doc at Dr. Catfish, Charlie? At Chuckles152. Oh, wait. Home run gone. Aaron Judge, 1-0 American League. Wow. And that's uh, Andrew on her way out, telling Max Scherzer to uh, stick it where the sun don't shine. Um, I want to thank Jack in the back for hanging out for as long as he could to, uh, to do some call screening for us to get Joe Rafino on the line before he was cut off. Yep. Thank all the lovely people here at Moonshine for showing up and supporting the show and coming out and sampling the food, which is fantastic here, and having some libations. Again, Charlie, thank you so much. Just hey. for getting Charlie here on time. That was very, very important. I it's appreciate that. Joe Rufino with the Stardom Sidham Castrium segment. We're going to be putting up the, uh, the Luigi Versa listeners uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Showdown after the show is up, and we'll have the people vote. Manny Machado just popped out. That bum, nobody wants him anymore. Get out of here. His trade, his trade value just went down. Manny Machado just flew out to, uh, to left field there. They're going to pull him from the game next. So until next time, uh, I'm Luigi Curto, reminding you to never turn it down. Always turn it up. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.